Hi, I'm Satya Santanam, research analyst at the Hindu Business Line. As per the Income Tax Act, taxpayers' income has to be categorized under five main heads. Income from salary, income from house property, income from profits and gains of business or profession, income from capital gains and income from other sources. Based on the nature of the earnings in a financial year, your income should be reported under applicable head in the income tax return. In this podcast, let's focus on the head of income that is relevant to many folks, that is, income from salary. Before going ahead, you may want to check our latest short video on Know Your Salary, The Earnings. This video gives you an idea about various components of your payslip, such as basic salary, dearness allowance, house rent allowance, leave travel allowance, leave encashment, variable pay, reimbursements, perquisites and deductions. The link to this video is provided in the description box. Understanding the components of salary is essential before knowing its taxability. Okay, now let's go back to the income from salary head. As the name suggests, your salary income has to be reported under this head. Salary includes wages, pension, bonus, gratuity, amount transferred to the provident fund account, any advance of salary, etc. Here are a few points to consider. Salary income is chargeable to tax on due basis or receipt basis, whichever is earlier. That is, salary due from employer to taxpayer, whether paid or not, should be reported in income tax return. Also, salary paid by employer to taxpayer, even before it became due, should also be reported. Salary advance is a good example for this. Secondly, there must be an employer-employee relationship between the payer and payee to report the income under this head. Consider a worker who is working on a contract basis. There is no employer and employee relationship here. So income earned by such individuals should not be reported under the head income from salary. Next, in case of a partner of a firm, remuneration, bonus or commission received by him or her is not taxable under the head salary. Rather, it would be taxable under the head business or profession. These are a few points to consider while reporting income under the head salaries. A benefit of showing income under the head income from salary is that it is eligible for a standard deduction of 50,000 rupees per annum. If someone is earning salary less than 50,000 a year, then the standard deduction is limited to the salary income. Now, as a part of your salary, you may be receiving some allowances as well. Let's discuss a few of the important allowances and their taxability. First, HRA, House Rent Elements. In this case, there are three conditions. The least amount as per the three conditions is exempt from tax and the rest is taxable. First condition, actual HRA received from the employer. Second, 40% of salary. This 40% should be substituted with 50% if house is situated in Mumbai, Calcutta, Delhi or Madras. Third, rent paid minus 10% of salary. Here, salary is basic plus DA. Note that if employee live in his own house or if he or she does not pay any rent, then these conditions will not come into play and the HRA received will be fully taxable. Now, let's move to children education allowance. In this case, up to 100 rupees per month per child, up to a maximum of two children, is exempt from tax. That is, 1,200 rupees per child a year and for up to two kids is tax exempt. 
There are some allowances which are completely taxable without any tax break. These include servant allowance, project allowance, overtime allowance, holiday allowance or any other cash allowances. The next important and popular allowance is leave travel allowance or leave travel concession. You may be getting LTA from your employer annually as part of your salary package. You can claim the tax break to the extent of travel fare that is ticket cost twice in a block of 4 years. The current block for LTA tax break is from January 2018 to December 2021. Remember LTA tax exemption is available only on travel expenses incurred within India. There are many other allowances and perquisites that your employer might be providing you. To understand its taxability, you can go through the IT provisions provided at one place by the income tax department. That link too is provided in the description box. You may be wondering how the employee provident fund which is part of the salary is taxed. So, employer's contribution to provident fund is exempt. Employee's contribution is eligible for deduction under section 80C of the income tax act. Interest credited to provident fund is also exempt from tax. That's it for this podcast. We will discuss another head of income in our next episode of Tax Funders. Thanks for listening. Until then, stay tuned.